Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your toes. Christmas time, anytime, anywhere. Merry Christmas to you. You've excelled yourself as ever. You haven't, you know, the quality hasn't dipped, even though we're at the starboard bow of the year, peering off into the distance or whatever direction that is. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's still a star from Owen Frost. I start low and I stay there. So you know what you're going to get. They're back. The show with the pressure and Frosty. Hello and welcome to the show. We've made it. This is our December Christmas special. I think Christmas is definitely in the air. It is wet. It's not wet. It's white. It's white here. Is it white with you, Dave? It's crazy white. Yeah, I've never seen so much snow. It's amazing. It's a dusting of snow. It's pretty much cold. It's minus four degrees. I'm feeling Christmassy. I don't know about you. When it was snowing last night, I put some Christmas songs on, and that was quite fun. And I have been, yeah, I've been involved in a few Crimbo events. Had a, yeah, yeah, a, a little bit. Oh, I a can bit, see a little bit. bit of, little bit of trepidation. They're not quite d- dipping your foot fully into the Christmas spirit, but I can see that you're happy to lean in when the time comes. Warm yourself yeah. up by the fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to go to this pub just around the corner that's got um. A fireplace that just mm. looks so inviting, you know, to sort of sit in ye old times and just have a pint, maybe a bitter, sit <laughs> by the fire, just talk about things of old, have a good time. <laughs> I love a, I love a fire in a pub. That sort of smoky smell, maybe a, like a sleepy dog, and uh, a lovely pint of Guinness or whatever stout they have on offer with a with a pie. It's a it's a beautiful scene, definitely, especially if you've been out walking. And this is your sanctuary that you see glowing lights coming in. It's beautiful. Had sausage and mash on Saturday night. Ooh, was that in a pub or did you make that yourself? Made it at home. Oh, very hearty food. I call that central eating. That's that's clever. I like that. (laughs) A pie is definitely with that as well. Anything that's got mash or gravy Mm. is, uh, is essential eating. What was it? What did you call it? Central eating. Ah, that. Yeah, that. It's definitely gravy time. You know, I could have gravy every night up until um, March. It's so easy (laughs) to make. It's so easy and it just warms things up. Yeah, it warms things up and it coats everything. It's nice and wet. I don't like dry food, really. the, The least amount of saliva I need to produce the better. It needs to be wet and moist. And gravy is just the ideal thing. It goes with everything. This might get your go early doors. Oh, God. <laughs> so- sausage and mash. Yeah, love it. S- sweet potato mash. Oh, that does not get my go. I love that. I it was love a mix, s- actually. It was about a 50-50 mix. A little hybrid potato, sweet potato hybrid. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Regular yeah, yeah. and sweet. Well, I occasionally make a swede, mashed swede, with a bit of carrot mashed in and some sweet potato mashed in as well. That's very good. Yeah, mm. that's almost exotic. Still talking about central eating. 
I occasionally make a shepherd's pie, and for the crust, it's a hybrid of potato and sweet potato, and that is just delicious because the sweetness is um, just brings up another level, doesn't it? A little notch. And do you grate any carrot into the bolognese? I used to do that once upon a time in some of my dishes. Yeah, well, in Italy, the traditional base for uh, an Italian sauce is finely diced onion, finely diced celery, and finely diced carrot. And yes, I do. I still do it now, really. I, all my bolognese, all of my sauces, that's the base for most Italian dishes. Might make that tonight. If I could mm. be asked to go to the shops, I sort of just put off a load of things this morning to go dorking around in the snow. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's nice. Um... Two things there. Do you do your shop on a daily basis for what you need that day, or do you plan ahead for the week? And secondly, uh, did you enjoy the talking about in the snow? I weekly shop and then pick up bits along the way, and my weekly shop's usually first thing on a Monday morning, which is pretty much what we're doing here right now. And then, yeah, yeah loved loved talking around in the snow. It's very <laughs> fun. It just goes very quiet when it snows, and everyone's got yeah. a big smile on their faces. It's uh, it's a fun time. Out out where we live in Wartham Forest really snowy mm. riding through Hackney and now in the city it just looks pretty grim oh because you've got that sort of um, grey grey yeah. sludge <laughs> there's not even much on the it's strange there's not even much on the rooftops here as well like ours there was about I don't know how much density of snow I'm showing you right now that's oh, how I'd much say it's it about was 10 centimetres at least yeah that's a yeah. lot it's probably just a few just less than half of that, I'd say. It's, yeah, why, why is the city so hot, man? Hey, listeners, let us know. Why is the city so hot, man? <laughs> I wonder what it would take for it to really snow and settle around here. Or is the ground with... You know, all the buildings have always got their lights on. The tubes running from very oh, yeah. early doors. There's loads of lines that collide here in Liverpool Street, or they don't collide; they meet very mm. nicely. Mm. Is that all? Does that continued warmth mean that you know the snow just can't physically settle on places like Oxford Street and whatnot? Yeah, I think so. And also, they grit those streets quite heavily, so well, that's probably why. Yeah, they're gritted near ours, but then just the closer you get in, you notice that it just sort of fizzles out, that the, the roads become a lot better treated if that's, yeah. your, if that's your angle, or yeah. there's just a lot less snowfall or snow settle. Yeah, I just think the closer you're into the city centre, the less magic there is. And so is it less... like that? Yeah. <laughs> is it like that in Reddit? Do you get any of that in Reading, or is it just even? Surely it's even Stevens in Reading. Pretty much. I mean, there are lots of. It's a bit more residential in Reading the further out you go, so the the streets are less trodden. So you get the virgin snow, which is quite nice to see. It's untouched, apart from cute little fox paws or cat paws that you can see running around. But yeah, as you go closer to the city, the footfall, the the grit, you get that sort of sludge. But, you know, Reading is quite a green, leafy kind of place, and there's a lovely canal going all the way through, so it's quite beautiful to see uh, the occasional birds just flying through or just having a little swim on the canal. It's quite idyllic. Reading's nice. You live by the Thames, don't you? Yeah, yeah, right next to the Thames, and so we see the seasons change quite dramatically throughout the year. Through spring, we see the, the baby swans, the cygnets, and they grow up to be big boy swans, and then the Canada geese... They come screaming past our house as they fly to fly away to Canada in the autumn and the winter. And then it's kind of quiet. You get the robins and you, there's quite a lot of uh, bird life still about. 
uh, and then it's just really quiet for about January, and then it just goes nuts again, and the Can- the Canada geese come back in February, March, and you just hear them honking past the house. It's uh, it's very dramatic. So yeah, you get to see quite a lot around the Thames. Je t'aime. Cool. So as we go to press here on this uh, on this chilly day, week 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 and a half out till Crimbo. Um, I find you not in your school attire, but in your kind of I'm in the panto attire right now because you've just mm. you've just walked off stage this week that was the opening weekend for your new Christmas show in Epsom at the Playhouse that's right yes it was the opening weekend of the Epsom Playhouse Santa Saves Christmas it's a it's a very lovely show uh, aimed for children between uh, two and eight and it's probably best described as an introduction to theatre or pantomime for younger children um, it's a great show where it's in two parts the first part is you get a a show with singing, dancing, uh, you get to see Santa Claus, spoiler alert. Uh, and then the second half of the show, you get a meet and greet. You actually get to see Santa, get to speak to him. And if you've been good this year, you get a present as well to take home. So uh, you get you get a good amount of uh, from your ticket price there. So it's, uh, it's a lovely show. It's intense. Four shows a day. So it's pretty full on, but I love it. It's great. How does this compare to some of the other Christmas shows you've done at this time of year? Because usually you just uh, forsake any sort of dignity and self-worth. And <laughs> you, just see, you just see the dollars and you really go yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I see the easy dollars. That's the thing normally. This is not easy. This is the, the best. Uh, this is like high quality, high standard theatre show, professional set, lights. You know, the whole thing is done to the highest standards, you know, for a small-scale touring panto. This is like the top end of that. And I've been doing, I've been working with this company for four or five years now, and they're lovely, lovely, lovely people. And I class them as my friends now, and we see each other every Christmas, and it's like a, a tradition that we that we do the show together, and we go through it this, it's not an ordeal, but it is it is hard work, but this experience together every year, and it's uh, it's really lovely to do. But talking about bad Christmas jobs I've had, uh, I used to be a Santa Claus in Debenhams in Chatham, and uh, there was no closed grotto for that. So basically, I had a throne and some tinsel, and they just placed me in the women's clothes section. No, wait a minute. Actually, all right, it's fine. And what's this uh, sporty number you're wearing today? It looks like a mixture of different sort of Grinch and there's a dinosaur on it. It's yeah. a Christmas jumper, but it's yeah. got a, it's very red. Oh, Jurassic Park. Yes. Jurassic Park Christmas. Yeah, That's Jurassic Park. That's girl. right. Girl, it says girl all over it. It says clever girl. There's ah, a, okay. Yeah, there's a scene in Jurassic Park where um, ah. one of the dinosaur experts realised that he's been trapped by the velociraptors and before he gets torn apart, he goes, clever girl. I saw the recent Jurassic Park in the cinema. Was it absolutely turd? It just, it's just action, 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 yeah. action. They don't pause at all. They say, hey, why don't we build a big boat? And then they're in the big boat. Hey, why don't we get a big stun gun? And then there's a big stun gun. And then there's a fight at the end between... Like the baddie Tyrannosaurus Rex, and then an even bigger one, a Megalorex or something. They just—it's just while they're sort of flying off in a helicopter. It's—it's uh, it's absurd. There's yeah. a new film out that's just about to probably close in the theaters now. It's called White Noise. Uh, White features, Noise. Yeah, features Adam Driver, LCD Sound System are on the soundtrack. Hmm. Uh, I went to—I went to see it last night in my local theater house, okay. the Rich Mix in uh, Bethnal Green, and because I got the timings a bit wrong. I had oh. to leave before the end. Oh, why did you have to leave before the end? What, what was so important that you had to leave? I had to go to work, didn't I? 
<laughs> so you don't know what happened? No. Do not spoil it for me. You, I can see it in your eyes. I just want to ruin it for me. Um, that's not like you to get the get the details wrong, Dave. You're normally pretty good at that, and you shame yeah, people been, get it wrong. Yeah, I've just been a been a bit like over. I've just been a bit, you know, it's just been a lot of chaos in the air, really. So I looked at the times, mm. and it said it was going on for like two hours and a bit. It says it in minutes, which is always a bit confusing to work out. But then when you once when they put the trailers on, and that lasted for about twenty. Oh, I know. I thought, yeah, I'm not going to make it here. This isn't <sighs> going to happen. I'm not going to, and I've sort of. Not pan, yeah. I was not panicked. I just got annoyed at myself for quite a while, yeah. and then. But the film was so engrossing and so good. I still got into it, even though I knew oh. I had this hanging over my head the whole time, and I was checking my watch quite yeah. a bit. But I was still really into the film and found my own plight quite funny after watching the film because it's a bit of a comedy. So I found my I was laughing at myself at the end, and then left with enough time mm. that there's still quite a bit to go. I still got about half an hour to go because I could have cut it really fine and left with about ten minutes to go. That might have been a bit too much it might have been a bit too teasing but at least i've got a big portion at least 30 minutes yeah so i might just watch it from the start again watch it, it was again that good it's called white noise um it's probably coming i reckon it'll come out on netflix around christmas because it's a netflix made movie oh, okay there's netflix all over it so i reckon it'll be coming to television screens really soon because it's pretty much wrapping up this weekend once again listener and gentlemen white noise <laughs> Most Netflix films generally last about half an hour too long anyway, so you've probably got the best out of it, I would say. Yeah, well, so I was watching it and then giving myself a hard time that I was going to have to leave before the end, and then dawned on me that this is how you watch telly these days. You watch a bit of it, it stops, you go away for a day, a week, a month, a year, and you come back to it. That's how you sort of watch modern television, so you can do that with a film. It's just stupid. Is this the one where Adam Driver plays like a schlubby, fat, balding man? Is that the one? It's like a comedy he's, thing, is it? He's fantastic. Yeah, I think he's he he's one of the actors of our time. I get annoyed when you get these fit, handsome, muscular actors and then they make themselves look ugly. Like, give us ugly actors a chance. Come on. It's not fair. He has a, he has a scene where he visits the doctor. And he's sat on the edge of the bench and he's got a shirt on and the shirt's unbuttoned. So he's sort of slumped over. And that's when you really get to see his physique. And it's like, oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. His chest, his pecs are so huge. Like they're not defined. They're just like big beasts. Try and see it if you can then. You're going to enjoy the (laughs) semi-nude scene in particular, I can tell. Oh, I will. I will. I I went to the cinema last week and we saw Violent Night. It's uh, David Harbour, who you might know from Stranger Things as the sheriff, and he ah. plays a Santa in it. They, they're yeah. selling it as uh, Miracle on 34th Street meets Die Hard. So I was like, I'm in. I'm going to watch that. And uh, yeah, it was good. It's pretty good. It's, it's gruesome. So the, you get the violence, which is nice. Um, you know, it's half an hour too long, as most films are, but it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun, silly gory stupid film so you know christmas film isn't it it's great the trailer that looked good for that one uh, yeah yeah i was like oh yeah it's him oh it's him it's that bloke in it because he's in one of the marvel films as well playing a similar character that he's playing in this scarlet santa film he's basically like an overweight goodie yeah yeah he might actually even be a baddie in that film i can't remember but he's just yeah just a bit like falling about saving the day but in this sort of bashful way 
that's pretty much it. Spot on. Yeah, it's uh, it's a good film, uh, but I find a lot of these films, you have to, of course, you have to suspend your disbelief because Santa of, doesn't exist. Um, but even when you go with the logic of the film, there comes a point where if Santa is real, then you question everything else. Like, you, you have to, it just, there comes a point where it just, you can't, he can't be real in the world of the film that they've made because if he is, then why doesn't everybody else believe that he exists if he's already existed and given him presents and their children presents? It, 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 I just, you just can't, I just can't get my head around that bit. Yeah, I think you might have taken it a bit too far already, <laughs> ruining the spirit of Christmas by trying to make it science. Hey, but if he's, how can he get to my house if he's only in America at four in the morning? Because I'll have been up for five hours by then what eating I do... my curry. Yes. Curry this year? Of course. Of course I'm having curry this year. Have to. It's Christmas tradition. Christmas Eve curry. Yeah, chicken tikka masala, vegetable fried rice, and, uh, and a pop of dom. Maybe a uh, peshwari naan. I do like that for dessert. Um, dessert? Well, I just, yeah, Peshwari Nan is so sweet and coconutty. Do you make it from the jar or do you have a little recipe where you're frying the spices? Oh, I'm not making anything on Christmas Eve. This is takeaway, man. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, oh, yeah. That's, all right, that's real yeah. treat time. I tried a vindaloo curry a couple of weeks ago because I've heard lots of people talking about it. I had, you know, as a child, I had a vindaloo and I just blew my socks off. It was too hot and it just spoiled it. And then I heard loads of other people saying, Vindaloo's really nice. So I thought, you know, I'll give it another go. I like the curry flavour. Sometimes a tikka masala can be a bit too sweet. And I wanted, like, the cumin sort of curry-curry flavour. And uh, and I bought one, and it was too hot. It was too hot. <laughs> it just ruined it. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah. What meat did you have? Chicken. I just wanted a no, chicken Vindaloo. Go lamb. Go lamb. It just yeah. really, it's, it takes on the flavour so well. And then when you're chewing it, it's releasing more flavour. And I mm. love a Vindaloo. I do like I do like lamb in it. Stacy will always have lamb in a takeaway because you know how often do you cook lamb at home, isn't it? You know, so if you're going to get a takeaway, get lamb. But I just wanted a classic. Classic is lamb, not chicken. <laughs> I don't know about that, listeners. Which is a classic, chicken or lamb in your curry? Come on, let us know. We need to know these facts. Email the show. It's the way to go. Pressure and frosty at gmail.com. Um, sticking with tradition and you always keep into tradition, you're breaking tradition this year by going away for New Year's Eve. Yes, yes, that is true, actually. Yes, we don't go away. Ever. Ever, ever. But um, this is our... Um, 40th birthday present um from from my family so they give us a bit of money to go away and the best time is uh crimble limbo time you know it's thought why not go to bruges in belgium and have this like magical christmas experience i'm very excited about it are you going to cornwall over christmas going for five days like pre-crimbo then we're going to come back via stonehenge to see the solstice on the oh, 22nd wow. and then yeah. i go to Denmark the next day for about five days. That is excellent. So Danish Christmas and then we'll go to Copenhagen for my birthday and I'm trying to see if we can see a rock and roll gig on the night of the 27th. That's that's the loose plan and then come home on the 28th. That's it. And then it'll be Crimbo Limbo as well. Just dorking around and uh, trying to see. I'm going to I want to do today when I go for my weekly food shop because we don't really need many things. We're going away on the weekend. 
buy loads of like naughty Christmas biscuits mm. and marzipan bits and just some junk food. So when we get back on yeah. the Crimbo Limbo, there's all this crap in the house. <laughs> and, you know, if you eat a marzipan bar at two in the afternoon, you can have another big old dark chocolate slab at yeah. about 7.30. Or just eat three o'clock. Just have what you want, you know. Just just don't even time it. Just do it. It's great to have in the house. We've started with the uh, the Lieberkuchen um, from Aldi and loads of mince pies. We've started already now. So, uh... oh yes, <laughs> I I started behaving about a month ago, and I've really been behaving. I haven't been. Have you? That's good much junk at all then we had mcdonald's yesterday but that's the first time i've eaten i have mischief about once a week but on a daily basis i've really yeah it's just i've got a couple of advent calendars so i have like a little chocolate from that's that. nothing but on the on the whole it's just been pretty well measured i've been drinking a little bit but just a beer or two or a glass of wine or two here and there i haven't really been getting hammered either so just been keeping a lid on it and i've been going to the gym a bit and that's been quite nice to that's be good. a bit disciplined at this time of year that's very good. Uh, <laughs> I think we're polar opposites at the moment. When I, I had a day off, and that's when we watched uh, Violent Night, I bought a box of 10 lagers, shared with Stacey, but I had about seven of them, and then got back, found some vodka in the house, and because I already had a few, I didn't realise I was giving myself double-doubles of vodka. The Mixed following, with? Uh, cherry Pepsi Max. It was very nice. <laughs> It was like half a glass of vodka and half a glass of cherry Pepsi Max. It was oh, I had loads of them as well. Following day, I was one of the top five hangovers of my lifetime, and uh, it was it was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah. And what did you do on that hung- hungover day? Talk us through it. You woke up at approximately what time? Woke what up level about of pain. Were you in? Woke up about eight, and I thought, ah, yeah, I, d- I did drink quite a bit. I feel okay. And then I got up, and then I made myself breakfast. And then I realized I can't eat this. Uh-oh. Can't eat it. And then at nine o'clock, we had the uh, window installers oh, coming no. in. So I had to get dressed and be all presentable. Then I, I closed the door, let them get on with it. And then I was just on the sofa. I was like, please fall asleep. Please fall asleep. Because I felt so bad. Like my head was pounding. I felt sick. I was sweating. And I just wanted to pass out. And I just couldn't fall asleep. It was it was awful, and then in the end, I just watched. Oh, it was so bad. I wanted to watch something that, to make me fall asleep too. So I watched Avatar on Disney Plus, the first one, and I watched the whole thing, and it was horrible. Please drink responsibly over Christmas, okay? Just don't do what I did. Elbow baggage. I've seen both Home Alone films now. Oh, good, good. Watched which, the second one last night while it was snowing here, which was quite a lot of fun as a backdrop to see the snow falling here and then him running around New York in the snow. Yeah, it's quite amazing how they managed to make a sequel that wasn't terrible, I don't think, because that when could you be search, awful. Yeah, when you go to search for it online, there's actually about four or five Home Alone. Yes. Now. I don't know how much the rest of the cast changed, but I'm sure he wasn't involved from the second onwards. So I don't know. Yeah, I didn't even know they existed. Yeah, there's about three or four, Home Alone 3, Home Alone 4, and, I mean, it's just absolute rubbish. They paid the franchise money and did a cheap job. And then there was another Home Alone film that came out last year on Disney+, Plus with Rob Delaney in, and um, it's set in the Home Alone 1 and 2 world, where it's another family who are forced to rob houses to get money for their child or something like that. And the cop... Is um is it Biff who's like the 
the bad brother in it. It's Biff or something. He's the cop in it. And it's linked to that. So it's a kind of different take on the Home Alone thing. It's, it's not very good, but it, at least it's linked to the first two films, you know? He's so horrible, Biff. He's just yeah. such a... Yeah, he's disgusting. You dork, you snot, snot bag. <laughs> There's a scene where he, uh, in the second one, and he... Oh, what was that? Him and oh, there's a like at the start they're singing in the choir and yeah. Biff's doing stuff to annoy Kevin. So Kevin pushes them all over and ruins the choir, and then they go home and there's almost like a pretend court scene where Biff is acting out as if he's a lawyer and he's yeah. such a punk man. <laughs> he is a punk. Take no robots. Take no robots. Take no robots. Take no robots. Gadget, gadget, gadget. News, news, news. From a show with the pressure and frost. Uh, this month's gadget news is going to be Christmas stocking related. That means crap. So you can buy Piano Hands musical gloves. So basically, if you've ever been wandering around and you would like to tickle the ivories around town, but you can't find a pair of trousers with pockets big enough to fit your piano in, well, you can put these piano gloves on and what happens is each finger has a tone and you can just tap anything and you can just make stupid piano noises and it has a speaker built in on your wrist. It's made with really cheap plastic, AA batteries, it probably has zero musical worth and it's uh, $9.99 from Robert Dias. So yeah, perfect stocking stuff out there. Okay, yeah, bit of tripe right there. I bought my nephew these sort of digital gloves that sort of you played with your hand and you could yeah. kind of code them. And the sound was like a, a terrible toy that you'd get free in some Kellogg's cornflakes. It was just this real... <laughs> it was like that. And it was like 50 quid. 50 quid? Yeah. Wow, wow. I mean, these, these things are sort of good because you need something for the day, don't you? You need... A distraction for the day something to just an activity to focus on and they are great for that sort of thing but after that they just collect dust and they unless the present is of certain value then it's just unless it's clothing like you can buy relatively cheap clothing that can still be quite fun and functional but a toy or a piece of electronica that is yeah unless it's really basic when they try and make it slightly better like a piano glove it's yeah. like, even if the gloves just had the color of a piano on them that'd be more fun than this piano glove thing that makes a terrible noise yeah it doesn't keep your hands warm or anything i've got another stocking stuffer so that was 9.99 so i mean you can buy that chuck a tenner away it's fun for a couple of hours on christmas morning fair enough so this one is the ember smart mug you can buy them from curry's and it's a smart mug, so I like things smart in this house. I'm trying to make this house as smart as possible. This one works with an app, and it can keep your drinks hot all day long. You just uh, put it on its pad, and then you say, I want it hot for however long, cup of tea, cup of coffee. doesn't do well with hot chocolate or thick drinks, apparently, which isn't great. Um, or if it's out of its pad, it can keep things hot for 90 minutes or so. And, uh, you know, it's a good stocking stuffer. If it wasn't, £130! It's a little bit steep, come on. You've got to be a mug to buy that, man. <laughs> it's... Did you get that? 
Yeah, it took a while to drop, but yeah, now it's now it's kaplunked in me. Well done. Thank you. Have you got anything? Any gadgety gadgets? Well, I was up on Oxford Street yesterday, just doing. I just I bought some jeans. That's not a gadget. From H&M, just wait, all right, just wait, <laughs> just wait. And then I looked at this coat in Zara that was about 80 quid, and I was like, oh, I don't want to make that sort of purchase right now because give it two weeks and all of this stuff will be on sale. So I've got onto a website called t3.com looking at the best Boxing Day sales that are kind Ooh. of coming up for Electronica. Um, you can get a Nokia G11. Uh, at John Lewis for just £99. You can get a Samsung Galaxy S21 uh, for £549. And then I know you're always in the market for a telly, so you can get a Sony yeah. Bravia XR, XR55A, 80J, yeah. OLED TV for just £999. That is very good. Lewis. That is very good. 55 inches OLED. When I'm in the market again, I, I'll, I'll definitely look at that. There you go. That's it for you. Get yourself out there on Boxing Day to Reading Town Centre and get buying all these goody bits. Stick it in your stocking. Well, who the hell are you? We have been getting regular updates on how's it going at home, Ooh. and I think we can hopefully um, find you with a smile on your face at this uh, backside of the year's end. Uh, <laughs> how's the house, Ofro? Oh, it is looking really lovely now it feels like going into the kitchen dining room like i'm in a show house or showroom it's just massive and light now because we've got the bifold doors they're in the windows they're in so everything looks massive and really well lit and it's really coming together now it's it's very very exciting it's not cold out there anymore we've got the builder coming in today in about two hours just to put the roof on top of the bay windows. So we need to have a roof over that sort of extended area. So he's coming in at 12 to, to fix that. And then we'll all be set and it'll be snuggly and warm in there. And we're ready for Christmas. We've got a dining table arriving at some point today that I'm going to assemble. It's very exciting because now we've um, done the major work, we've can buy the fun bits, like the dining table, the coffee table. We've bought a new TV unit. We've bought a new cutlery set. We bought these Jamie Oliver saucepan sets and we've got new brand new knives and we've got a magnetic strip where the knives can sort of attach so we're buying all like the fun the fun bits now so it's uh, it's very fun it's very good the gubbins the gubbins yeah. hey dave it's christmas okay so i've got a christmas cracker to uh-huh. pull all right okay so you hold your end okay <laughs> okay here we go yeah yeah. Oh. When does that ever happen? Wow. Did I won that one. It, yeah, it went. Yeah, it went. Did it? I, didn't, I didn't hear it. Okay. You didn't hear it? I, no. I, the, right, so I've got... So we've pulled uh, the cracker and the gubbins have gone everywhere. We've said that word too... <laughs> I've said that word too many times this show, so I'll never say it again. We've got a hat. We've got a little spinny toy. Maybe we've got a joke in there. We got a Erwin, Erwin can fish out of the cracker that we pulled together. You wouldn't have thought that was possible in the digital realm, but it is, listener. <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay, first of all, I've got quite a good present, gift. It's a nail file. Oh, that that's is good. That's actually quite yeah. useful. I'll keep that. I like nail yep. file my nails, but I just can never find one. So that's, that's a good one. Better than a golf tee. So good. And uh, here we go. Why are ghosts so bad at lying? I don't know. Why are ghosts so bad at lying? You can see right through them. That's good. That's yeah. very good. Yeah, I like that. 
That's good. That's good. I do like a cracker. You, it's just a nice experience, isn't it? Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? It's fun. And the joke's always fun. And getting the hat's always fun. And the toy oh. can sometimes be useful as well. So, yeah, there's three ways for it to be merrily enjoyed. There's a lot of fun with them. Uh, I often find, though, the hats. I'm trying to put a hat on now. I often find... Well, I can't put one of my headphones on. But I often find that they're not big enough for my head, these hats. They're just... I've got quite a big head. And they they, they get they go on. But when they're on my head, I feel like... The lines of my forehead, when I raise my eyebrows up, they are more prominent and make me look older. So I try to wear them a certain way. And also, where my hairline is receding a little bit, I'm very much aware of that as well. So Christmas hats don't work for me. Too vain. You're going to need to just let these things go. (laughs) Like you have with, you know. (laughs) What gets you good? Who gets you good? Who gets you gold? 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 It's time for what gets your Christmas goat. Uh, I've got two things really. Um, I won't dwell too much on them, but it's just buying presents for people when you don't know the person. And so there are, we've got a boots, for example. You get these box sets of like shaving foam or deodorant. If you went to Tesco's and you bought your brother-in-law or sister-in-law some shaving foam and deodorant, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? It'd be really weird. Here's some deodorant. But because it's in a box, it's okay. It's weird. A, point, a pointless box that you'll just look at it, open the box, chuck the box away, put the deodorant <laughs> and the shaving gel in your cupboard and that's it. That's it. That's it. That's a present. Co- cost a quid or two extra. It's in a big stupid box that takes up rubbish space. And there you go. Premium price on it. Yeah. I was in I was in Boots a few years ago. I, I chuckled to myself because this guy was getting very stressed. as like probably Christmas Eve. And he was talking to his wife. And he was like, oh, yeah, but she likes... He had this um, decorative uh, selection of flavoured oils in like a decorative box. You know, he said, she likes oil, doesn't she? She likes oil, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah she likes oil like who likes oil <laughs> but you see these desperate people buying just tat just like general stuff that's not even very good silly suckers suckers <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah and the other thing is just if you buy something online which you do now Christmas time quite a lot you get a few days later it says oh don't forget to send us a review and then you ignore it, because why am I, why am I going to spend time to send a review of something I bought? I bought it. Leave me alone. A couple of days later, oh, yes, just another reminder. Send us a review. Oh, you've forgotten to send us a review. I'm, I will send a review. I'll give you one star for blinking, getting on my nerves. For hassling me. You can have yeah. it back. If you're going to annoy me that much, just keep it. Yeah. I'll do it if they say you could win a £50 Amazon voucher, because there's an incentive there, but... I'm not going to just scare out my way. I've, I've got a job to do. I've got children to entertain, you know? I get my own goat at the moment. I can't seem to dress properly. Um, I'm just, you know, I go. I went out for a little stroll on Saturday in the morning with about seven layers on and I was absolutely boiling and hmm. I had to take my coat off and then carrying that was a pain. And then I went out yesterday and I think because we were sat around for a while, I got freezing cold and I got like angry sort of cold and then... <laughs> just endlessly taking layers off and, uh, and then you get home 
and then to take all this junk off is such a, it's like, oh. and then because I'm working outside, you have to stuff enough on to almost make you unable to move in your clothes and you get inside and it's just ripping it all off again and it just it just is as a tiring layer of uh of, of oppression on me right now well there's two options actually i think you're right to go for the layered approach because that's where you get the most benefit of your heat and you can control it like a thermostat or do you want three layers or is it five layer cold is it one layer cold or you could go all in and just have a vest and a jumper then you get the two extremes, don't you? You know, because if you get really hot, you take the jumper off, but that's all you're holding. And then you've got a vest or a t-shirt, not a vest, a t-shirt. Something like that, maybe. I think the things that I'm doing require me to just be still. Whenever I'm still, I just get a bit chilly. But if I ride my bicycle in, even today, I was, you know, I was all right. I was fine. I quite like having these sort of uh, the layers because y- you can uh, accessorize a bit more, can't you? You can be a bit more stylish, like a scarf or a jacket or cardigan. How about, just because it's the end of the year, we turn it around a little bit and instead of what's got your goat, what's, you know, what's giving you a wry smile or chuckle in the last since we recorded? Oh, um, oh, I'll tell you what I saw that was quite lovely, actually. I was driving to the theatre the other day and um, I saw it was a white landscape and there was a red fox. This is about half past seven or eight o'clock, so he must be going to bed very soon. He was running about, trotting along in his um, field and then he jumped up really high and then jumped down. And I've seen it on TV. That's to get a, a mouse. So he just went and up and down. I thought, wow, that is that is splendid. Okay. I was walking in Epping Forest the other morning on a really crisp, clear midweek morning. So it was so quiet. And I sort of knew the way a bit. So I thought, oh, let's just go through the woods. So mm. I was like making my way through the woods, through like just completely off the path and off the piste. Saw a little baby deer. Oh, that's so cute. Or I think it might have been a monk jack deer. So, you know, they don't actually get very big. But yeah, just saw one of them and he just, he was watching me. I was watching him. I let him let his guard down and then I walked off and then he looked up again and I was gone. Maybe it was uh, Rudolph. Maybe he was just getting ready. He was just stocking (laughs) up. So I hope he's okay today out there and all of this. Sometimes I read at night. Okay, I think it's about time to Christmas wrap it up. Yes, very good. We've been doing this podcast for many many years but usually there's been one podcast a year if that but this year we set ourselves a target to do one podcast a month and when we said it over crimble limbo last year i didn't know if we'd do it i don't know if we'd actually do it but here we are we've done 12 podcasts in 12 months so i'd like to um salute you the pressure for uh, for doing the 12 podcasts. The How about for 2023? Oh, God. <laughs> we continue with this uh, intense schedule, but we record on the first, second or third of every month. Okay. Yeah. There we are. Well, thanks very much. It's been a, a lot of fun from this side of the desk anyway. And it's been a lot of fun from this side of the desk as well. And from myself, I'd like to wish you a very... Merry Christmas. It's time to say goodbye. But there's no need to cry. My favorite. We'll be back again sometime. The show with the pressure and frosty. Merry Christmas, everyone. You filthy animals. (laughs) 